this is episode three, nope, 439 of the Pixelated Saucers podcast for Wednesday, February 28th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Krishnez, and today I'll talk a little bit about Super Mario Odyssey and Past Cure, which I've been playing and recording that plane of it. And I'll start with that because I've played some more of that today and it's not good. You can watch the video. There's one up now. There'll be three up, hopefully, later today. And it is a psychological thriller. Third person action shooter stealth thing. And it is a perfect example of how a remedy game could go horribly, horribly awry. It should make anyone who's played Remedy games appreciate their work even more because Past Cure is an example of what a Remedy game would be like if it was just utter shit. And I'm going to sniff right now, and I'm not going to cut it out, so just get used to it. Past Cure I've played for probably around two hours. Completed, I think, four levels, and I don't feel like it's that long of a game because each level, when I complete it, I get a 50 gamer score achievement. So, if that holds true, you know, there's probably um, whatever a number of levels. You know, I'm assuming because I think there was a difficulty thing in the beginning, there's probably things like that too, but um, I don't feel like it's going to be a, a, an incredibly long experience. But it starts out with you in this nightmare world where you're in some kind of abandoned-looking house thing that's got candles all over the place, and then these white, very chiseled, mannequin-esque, statue-esque, sort of of made-out-of-some-kind-of-ceramic-looking dudes come after you. And they come through these doors that go, and you see the red light, and then they come, and then you shoot them, and they break up. And that was not that fun, and it was just amusing to me. I really found the buh really, really funny, for whatever stupid reason. Then you do a mission where, I think the second mission is just, hey, walk around your house and answer the phone. And then you do some training after the first level where you shoot some targets and you punch some fake things and I just got through another thing where I had a chessboard and then I had to go through these areas and do some not really puzzles because they're just like here there are these things in the room you have to activate them because you then realize you have powers you can slow down time for a period of time and you can also create you can get out of your body and become sort of like a little spirit normal spirit and move within a certain vicinity around your character and you can as far as i know you can only activate or deactivate objects like cameras or in the dreamland you could activate these little bally things that allow you to get through doorways and stuff like that and i just got through this car park level that was just hey Go up another level, more car park, more killing enemies. And I was originally playing that stealthily, but then I decided I was just sick and tired of it. And some of the checkpointing is not great. But I decided to start shooting 
just going for action-heavy gameplay style. And that's where I really notice a huge problem, and that is the fact that the shooting feels like shit. <clears throat> it doesn't see like the targeting doesn't make sense to me. There is a reticule, and it turns red, but then there are like two reticules, and even if you're on someone's head, you might miss. And I don't know if it's just trying to be, hey, not he's not a perfect shot, okay, but also. There are times where I shoot a person in the head. They're not wearing any headgear, no armor of any kind, and they don't die. And that's very annoying. Also, the blood splatter, when you shoot someone in the head, oh, there's a lot all the time. You you know when you've killed someone because it's just like, poof, it's like a fucking volcano. But it feels terrible. And on top of just the fact that the gameplay and the story is not good, it, it looks like crap. It... Aesthetically is unpleasing, and from a technical standpoint, it's not that impressive. So it's just, it's not that fun to look at. It's not that fun to play. The story is uninteresting, and it doesn't make much sense. And I just, I don't know where it's going. I went through the car park, and I realized I didn't know what the hell I was doing, as in why I was there. And I had to go through events a few times. It's not very surprising. It's very, you go through a room and you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen here. And it's just, that's kind of disappointing as well. But I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I want, I really wanted to like it, but it turned me off almost immediately. And I'll, I'll keep playing it. I'll finish it. I find that playing these games while recording them is nice because it makes me focus on them. And it allows me to play at my own pace instead of streaming where I just feel if I if I'm streaming a game on Twitch, I feel like I have to that I'm obligated to just play without any breaks, not no breaks to get a drink or to go to the bathroom or do anything. I just feel like if I'm not playing in long chunks, what's the point? I need to always be there in case someone new gets there and they're like, huh, I don't I don't see anyone here playing anything right now. I'm going to leave. And, you know, then I was like, why am I doing this? So maybe I'm wrong because I, I don't watch streamers. So I don't know. I don't know anything about the etiquette of the average streamer or how they go about doing it. What, you know, how, what, how often they do take breaks or anything like that. And I'm just, I'm very intimidated by it because it is, it just seems like it's exhausting. And I think people who have someone to also interact with the chat when they're doing the the game playing is nice because I feel like that would, you know, also in recording the gameplay and then posting on YouTube, less distractions, as in no distraction from a chat, which is nice. And I think it would work with games like Monster Hunter where who cares about the story, just about the gameplay. Maybe it's like, oh, hey, do you know there's something over here? Like, what are you doing right now? And you tell them all about that. But if you're playing something that is narrative-based, and you're trying to get through the story, constantly taking your attention away from that to check chat and all that is something I think I feel like it would take away from the experience and potentially make you like a game less. Anyway, pass cure, not good. Ugly, sound design, I don't know. Um, it's not fun to play. Story is nonsensical. And, I don't know, there's no redeeming quality about it. 
if it gave me more of the buh, I might be more into it. I feel like I should have a glass of water with me when I do this. But then I, I don't want to drink on mic. But then I'm coughing and clearing my throat on mic. And I don't. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to cut it out. I have to get. I have so much work at this point. Plus, <laughs> I, I feel like cutting those things out in the video would be like, oh, there's a weird little cut here. Though I don't have to do it out of the, the video. I just realized that. But I didn't pay attention to when it is in the audio, so that doesn't matter, does it? Or do, or maybe it does. Maybe you're listening right now and you're like, what is he talking about? I didn't hear any Claude Therrien or Veterans about Anyway, Super Mario Odyssey. Got that? Started playing that probably for an hour or so. I'm in the desert area, so I'm very, very early on still. And I'm just about to the point where I'm going to fight the boss of that area. The initial boss, I don't know if there are multiple bosses as you play through a level over and over again or whatever. And I'm liking it. I don't love it. It hasn't really... It's like it hooks into me. But first and foremost, it's incredibly gorgeous. It's such a beautiful game. It's one of the best looking games I've played in recent memory. And, you know... I don't know what it looks like on a TV. I'm just playing on the Switch device, the handheld. I like. I know people say this n numerous times, but I would just love to see what Nintendo could put together from an artistic standpoint if they just tried to make something for a PC at the the with the absolute highest specs. I would just like to see what that looks like. I would never be able to play because I wouldn't have a PC like that. And most people wouldn't. And Nintendo would never do that. But I would just like to see if they had the most power currently available, what they could do with it. Because what they're able to do with the Switches, and this is just Nintendo throughout history and all their consoles. It's it's incredible the stuff they can do. It's It's insane. But... Super Mario Odyssey is just absolutely beautiful and very, very charming. Uh, the, the hat mechanic is... It's interesting. Sometimes you, you go into something and you're like, this isn't that great to be in this... Per other, uh, in the desert thing, there's like this... Sort of like those Easter Island statues, those head things. There's something that's similar to that. And it has a pair of sunglasses. And when you put the sunglasses down, because that's its, that's its one action. It can't jump or do anything, but it can put its uh, sunglasses on or off. And I wish it had that, like, David Cassidy or whoever it is, and his CSI Miami or whatever the show was. <laughs> that sounds nothing like it. But that particular NPC uh, when it has its glasses on, it reveals things in the environment that you can't see unless you have the glasses on. But when you have the glasses on, he moves like a fucking snail. So slow. It's really annoying because you need to keep the glasses on to reach places. And if you've turned them off, the, the platform or the bridge that you've created will disappear and you will fall. So you have to stay in glasses mode and just take your sweet-ass time to get through these places. And that's not fun. I had to do that to get a, a moon thing to unlock a moon. I had to get like a little moon chunk 
so that I could unlock a real moon and get to this new area. And that wasn't fun. When his glasses are off, he's just like all really like nervous and can move really quickly. But you need the glasses on to actually do anything. So that's that's a bit of an annoying little thing. So the the hats when you're taking over NPCs, it's hit or miss how the the various NPCs, objects, what have you, feel. But I'm enjoying it so far. I really like just being able to play it on this handheld device and not having to sit down at my TV and play it, which is really great. And yeah, I, I you know I've only scratched the surface. Like I said, I'm only about an hour in, but so far so good. Looks amazing. Plays well. I do wish at times Mario had a double jump because I just I love double jumps in general. Any game that has a double jump, I I love it. Um, not immensely more, but I will love any platformer more if I can do a double jump because there's just something about that specific mechanic that always feels great to me. I love it. But uh, there's no double jump. Maybe there's a NPC who gives me a double jump, but nothing so far. But I'm enjoying it, and we'll see if that continues or not. Because I think I in I don't know if I enjoyed. Breath of the Wild when I first started playing in the first hour or so, or if I was always a little cold on it, or maybe that one was a harder one to take just because there was such an insane amount of hype behind it and a lot of hyperbole towards it, and while a lot of people love Odyssey, there there, there were plenty of people who were more critical of it and not the biggest fans. It, it was by no means a game that was almost universally called the greatest game ever made. So I don't think anyone ever ever said that, but many, many people have said The Breath of the Wild is the greatest game they've ever played. I don't think a single person has ever said that about Odyssey. I'm sure a, sing, a single person, yes, but there are a lot of people who say that about Breath of the Wild, and I think that's crazy. I, I, don't, I don't think I've played five Zelda games, but I think maybe it's the one I've enjoyed least of the ones I've played. I prefer, no, yeah, it'd be number six. I feel like I've played six of them to some significant degree, if not completed them. Wind Waker, number one. Original Legend of Zelda, number two. (laughs) Zelda two, number three. Ocarina of Time, number four. Am I counting right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, I guess, okay, number five would be Breath of the Wild, because never played. What is it? Why can't I think of it? The Legend of Zelda Super Nintendo, that one, which has a subtitle I can't remember for the life of me right now. Never played it. I think maybe five minutes. What is it called? What is it called? Didn't play either the Phantom Hourglass, Spare Tracks. Played maybe four hours of... (laughs) What was it? What is the one that was on GameCube and Wii? I just just want to talk about Zelda games. I can't remember what the name they're called. Didn't play Skyward Sword. (laughs) I I feel like probably I'll end up loving that one since I'm a weirdo when it comes to franchises and stuff. I really love the way that one looked. I remember that. 
And the, the one before that was, of course, some uh, Twilight. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. That's what it was called. I played like four or five hours of that, and I was just so sick. I was like, oh, God, I can't. I don't want to do this wolf thing all the time. It felt like there's too much wolf in the beginning. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it's, it's something turned me off about it. And then, I don't know. I played the, Dun the, the Dynasty Warriors one of it. Hyrule Warriors. That was fine. But I, I'd rather play with <laughs> the Dynasty Warriors. This is, a, this is a great episode. I'm enjoying it. I'm having so much fun talking about nothing. But yeah, Super Mario Odyssey was fun so far. I'm liking it. I'm just sort of... The one constant while playing it is just admiring how beautiful it is. Because it really is very beautiful and so colorful and has so much charm and life to it. And I just, I love looking at it. I look forward to unlocking new environments and seeing how they change and all that. And I'm I'm excited to see their real life city thing and just see what that's all about and mess around in there because it just sounds so weird. And I've heard how that ends or whatever and it just, that whole thing just sounds insane. But that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Radio Redux podcast, and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which has a brand new episode up today. And those shows and this one are all on podcast services across the universe. Which was an okay Beatles musical. You can also find the art I do on Pixelated Sausage as well as over at pxsart.com where you can find links to where you can purchase prints of the pieces you fancy. And if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Also, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and uh, you can watch this train wreck and you can, you can, you can, you can do something. I don't know what the hell I'm on about. Did I say it was youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage? Because if I didn't, it's youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage. And... Bye. Oh, God. None of those are right.